do you got to lose? Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. And for Steiny today, Kevin Michael, Whitey Gleason, get ready for the Warriors tonight in the Portland Trail Blazers. Also, we had John Lynch speaking to the media today at the Combine. What do you make of this, Goo? Um, we know that Brock Purdy's going to have a surgery. Uh, we know that the 49ers, um, John Lynch today said, we may have to look at the quarterback market. We know that Trey Lance, your guy Trey Lance, we know that he has expressed what it could be construed as interest in the Tennessee situation, right? Well, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, well, here's what the Titans are saying today. Could this be something that it has any impact on the 49ers situation? Rand Carthon with the uh, general manager now the Titans, and that's the guy that, that apparently is close with Brock Purdy. Uh, he said that the Titans are, quote, Ryan Tannehill's done a great job. He won a lot of football games, as you guys know. He's been a diligent worker. He's been in the building every day rehabbing and getting his work in. So he's under contract, and we're excited about moving forward with him. Like I said, he's done a lot of great things, and I have a ton of respect for him. And, quote, Ryan Tannehill has a $36.6 million cap hit in 2023. A lot of people have been wondering if the Titans might move on from him this offseason. If they did, a lot of people think they would have interest in your guy, Trey Lance. Well, then what would the Niners do to replace Trey Lance? Who would then be their backup if it's Purdy? And are you going to go James Wiseman to where you've seen enough what we deem failure to move on and feel like this dude can't go be... I really thought he was going to be McNabb. Mm -hmm. That's who I still think he could be on a still good day. Could be. But I didn't like that report on the wheels. But to that, so you're basically saying the Niners know, Kyle knows in his gut when he gets in his bed at night that Trey don't have it. See, that's why I don't think Trey would be available. Because hmm. he very well may be your starter. Obviously, the 49ers can't afford to do anything with Trey Lance until they know what's up with uh, with Brock Purdy's elbow. But I can see if, if they have reason to think at some point here. And it's also complicated by the fact that it's going to take them time before they have clarity there. But I could see how they, if they decided, yeah, Brock's our guy. He's good to go. If we have interest, another team has interest in Trey. And if Tennessee's willing to give us back a lot of what we gave up to get Trey in the first place, I think the 49ers would have to consider it. Well... Because the quarterback situation, rightly or wrongly, they've made up their mind, right? Maybe not the way you would have, but I think that's one thing we know is that they've made up their mind uh, about who I their see, guy is. I don't is. believe. Really? I, yeah, I, I differ. I, hey, the Brock Purdy story came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was. I'm not even dissing him with the Vin sanity, but it was Purdy mania, Purdy sanity. <laughs> so he still may be the starter for the next eight years. He may have parlayed that, but. When you got these question marks in regard to your elbow and when you get back and you're able to throw and you take another hit, I mean, what are you then? So he's damaged good. So I would never say, oh, we've seen enough. The elbow's not that big of a deal. See you later, uh, Trey Lance. No way. Okay, but if he's healthy, if they have reason to, and right now there's no way they can know this. But if they get to a point where they feel comfortable, like he's going to be healthy. You don't think that still then you think it's still an open competition? Because to me, it's pretty clear. Again, rightly or wrongly, it looks to me like they've made up their mind. Like, for now, anyway, if Brock's ready to go, Brock is our rock. He's our guy. Okay, let, let's, let's. In which case, they would be open to a potential Trey Lance move. All right, let me do this. Let's act like it's the morning before kickoff against the, the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. Brock's healthy. Why, I'm just asking you to explain it to us, and I think I know where you're going to go, but what. What did you hear? What gave you the, oh, this is over. This is done dotted, like Vince Carter to slam dunk. Like, 
you just knew it was Purdy's job. You felt that way because that was part of Purdy they won, mania, and because he got him that far, and they were on the verge of going to the but Super Bowl. What makes you or anybody out there think that the politics involved and the price tag on what they spent for Lance? is over and how do we you know is so much to the point to where they don't even want to see or maybe they have but do you honestly think Kyle and company are thinking okay we saw Trey Lance before McCaffrey I got to think almost in a it's fair it would it, it would be criminal not to see Trey Lance with uh, McCaffrey in the backfield. Yeah. I just Because he went and got he, him for a reason, Whitey. Maybe you're right, but it worked so well. Uh, I mean, why would you move off of whatever worked uh, for whatever reason when it worked so well? And, you know, Trey Lance struggled with some things. And it's true, he didn't have Chris McCaffrey back there. But with Brock Purdy, he never even really struggled or he didn't appear well, how'd to. how'd that Dallas game go? And I'm not saying he played bad, but I've watched that game eight times. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't used to... Like, okay, it wasn't a barrage, points everywhere. True. But Dallas is a good defense. Yeah. But I was looking like, okay, not put the team on the back, but he had weapon ring, and they kind of contained the offense, per se. Mm -hmm. So who's, and he damn sure didn't do it in Philly, even though he was in and out. But I'm starting to think, is that the real testament or gauge when you're playing a top-tier defense? Or are you going to say, Goo, in the league, there's not that many amongst the 31 other teams? I think there's two different aspects of it. One is what you think and what I think, and I'm just looking at what it appears they think. And it's pretty clear to me that they really are happy, thrilled with Brock Purdy. And I would get, this is a guess now, if that's the case, and he's healthy, and you have interest in Trey Lance from somebody like Tennessee, potentially, because they got... You know, your former uh, personnel director, Rand Carthon, is now running that team. That you'd be interested in seeing, all right, well, what will you give us for this guy? Because he's not our, we thought he was the guy. He's not. So how can we recoup some of what we spent on? I just think it's Man. something to keep an eye on. Okay, we will. And again, we're what, a week away, days away from, and the guys in the back, anybody out there listening, my family, I don't want to be right. But again, I just if there's a setback with Purdy, we could go we could go into a situation where he's not even available at OTAs or camp. Mm -hmm. And it's like Trey Lance, here oh, we I know. are. I Life know. comes at you fast. Yeah. What you got, dog? <laughs> yes. Like it's coming to that. I don't discount that, but I do think, and we've all thought this before, I think based on what John Lynch said today, that we can forget about Jimmy G being part of the picture. Jimmy's been tremendous for us. Um, in our first year, you know, at the end of the year, we do a trade, and Jimmy comes in, lights it up, and, and uh, you know, a lot of people want to talk about what we didn't accomplish with him. What I know is we won a lot of football games with Jimmy. I admire, we admire um, his toughness. We admire the teammate that he was. So I, I know everyone wants to talk about some discourse and all that, but I think uh, I do believe that it's probably run its course. Um, but I think we leave with nothing but fond memories for Jimmy, and Jimmy's going to go play good football for someone. Yes, he is. Where do you think he's going to play? Uh, J-E-T-S, Jets, well, Jets, Jets. I got to – let me back it up. Night, night. Words are so powerful. I don't have to tell you. They're so important. <laughs> why couldn't he, like my vodka, why couldn't he just be absolute and say it's over? Why do you got to say we think it's right? Like, Because, yeah, you, you know, again, you leave that little crack. Well, why not? But, like, damn. But, yeah, Jimmy's gone. I need to shake it. You asked me, how about uh, Atlanta? Huh. Let's see if, speaking of leaving the door open, Let's see here, Goo, if John Lynch leaves the door open at all 
with what he had to say today about Tom Brady. I, I sent him a text when he retired. Uh, he was a teammate for about three weeks at one point. So I sent him a text. Just congratulations on one of the greatest careers that I've ever seen in any sport. And, uh, you know, I wished him the best. So we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. So you're saying Tom lied to the American public again. If he unretires, that's whack. Everything was fine until we'll leave it at that. Doesn't that imply that there may be more, but I'll leave it at that, right? I'll tell you what, if they did that, that would be an indictment on Trey Lance. That's when I'd be like, they're out. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, no, Purdy wouldn't. It wouldn't be for Purdy. He has to heal. But right now, if he has to heal and there's a delay... The winner, winner, chicken dinner is yeah. Trey Lance. Not so fast, son. We I got just, Tom Brady coming to town. You well, hold the clipboard, and hopefully you can Google. get on the field. If it, if it Howard Cosell. I don't have a just. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a chance to get, and we, as we think they did, you had a chance to get Brady into, what, 2019, and then you pass, and then you, you're going to bring him back now after he retired twice, if you were. To me, that's a fail. Everybody fails if that's what it comes it to. It was an F. Yeah, yeah I think that. so. But as for your guy, Trey Lance, here's John Lynch on what Trey Lance needs to do from here to the start of the next season. I think his biggest thing, we just got to find a way. And I've had a lot of conversations with Trey early in my career, struggled to stay healthy. And I hit an eight-year stretch where I didn't miss a snap. So sometimes you just got to go through that, you know, the rough patches. And, uh, you know, he, he's, he's got to play. And that's, that's, the, that's the, you know, the, the biggest challenge. We got a team that's ready to go now. He's got he's to get out there and play. Brock got that opportunity this year. He grabbed it. He did great things. You know, we'll see at some point, you know, how we get Trey that opportunity because we very much believe in who he is as a person uh, and who he is as a quarterback. How's he going to get a chance to play this if you got Brock Purdy yeah. and he sees the job? How's that? That's not going to work. Yeah, and I, again, I keep going back to Willard because I feel like he's one of the biggest uh, Purdy advocates. Uh huh. But we really do not know, and it's easy to imagine. I've been there, like, oh, Brock Purdy checks all the boxes, but these are, you know, guys like Kyle Shanahan get paid to do this. I mean, it's chess, not checkers. Yeah, the offense clicked. Uh, you know, there was a boost, but we don't know what they think of him long term. Like, can the league adjust to Brock Purdy? And we've seen that with quarterbacks. Why do you so? I'm just wondering if if Kyle and company are like, they can make all the adjustments. But with my toolage and his ability to look downfield, yada, 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 escape guys, we'll be fine. So it's something to uh, to watch here. Yeah, we're getting more information now. And I think maybe approaching a better understanding of why Brock Purdy was as good as he was when no one knew how good he was going to be. Matt Barrows was on with Willard and Dibbs today. Talked about this S2 training. Uh, it's an interesting piece in The Athletic. Cognition, with, right? Yeah, S2 cognition yeah. training. Well, I'd first heard about that from D- Dibbs. I-, I don't know if Mark Willard he was had there. Proof. They had an interview with Will Hewlett. Oh. This, was, uh, this was in December. Will Hewlett who was Brock Purdy's <laughs> quarterback coach. And here's a clip here. This is Will Hewlett talking about this S2 cognition stuff months before the great Matt Barrows wrote about it today uh, in or yesterday in The Athletics. So here's Will Hewlett talking about Brock Purdy and why he's so much better than people thought he would be. So one of the areas that they measure is called impulse control. And I think a good way to describe impulse control is, is essentially your ability to, to say yes or no to a, a very quick decision. Maybe the most you know, uh, the, the way we could probably relate to it the most in, in real life would be 
you know, the decision when a police officer has to make, you know, when they go to those, they see on like the movies and they go through the target ranges and like a bad guy pops up and a, <laughs> and a, um, a school girl pops yeah, up yeah. and they have to decide whether or not they're going to pull the trigger or not. That, what that threshold is called impulse control. And so that results in, when that translates into a quarterback, um, that's essentially their ability to pull the trigger or not pull the trigger, which could mean that could result in an interception or it could be a touchdown. So he's got a really, he's got a really good governor on his impulse control and his ability to really, you know, understand when to throw it and uh, when not to throw it. Okay, that stuff's kind of out there, but apparently there's something to it because you're playing Mahomes, God there. The Holmes tested really well with that. Um, who else? But there's uh, no Burrow. test bigger than the game. Can I ask Evan Giddings a question? May I ask? Yeah. Talk to me, Waddy. How Please. do you think Guru would do in terms of impulse control in the S2 evaluation? Better than you think. Really? I think so. Oh, no. Nice. He's a quality decision yeah. maker. Yeah. And I, I got an arm. Still uh, do. I, it is funny, though, because so the quarterbacks, of course, that were listed in addition to Mahomes were Joe Burrow, I think, ranked in the 97th percentile, so obviously very good. Drew Brees, I think. Drew Brees took it. They started testing in 2015, so he was obviously a lot older, so he didn't take it when he came into the league, but Drew Brees is a great decision maker Can I get some black quarterback scores? Because that's Uh, what I'm thinking about. Yeah, Mahomes is the only one, I think, listed in the article. They also had some safeties, uh, so black players, but not quarterbacks. I am curious, though, because Josh Allen apparently ranked pretty high in that test, and I don't think anybody really labels him a great decision maker, right? Mm, Here Mm. lately, Josh has been. I've been like, what are you doing, Josh? And someone said, I think it was in the Matt Barrows piece, Trey Lance tested... And well, he did. He did well. Yeah, he did well. Oh. Not nearly like he wasn't. Pretty apparently, he's off the charts on a number of things. So that was. And they, they don't give out the actual scores because you know it's cl- uh, classified information, uh, sensitive information. But yeah, no, answer no, no. your question. Uh, supposedly Trey Lance did well, but not nearly as well as Brock Purdy in this cognition wow. test. I'm, I'm gonna check this that piece out. Uh huh. I'm gonna throw this to you. Yes. I'm, I'm gonna th- catch it. And I asked. I'm gonna get both feet in unless it's college. Then I only need one. Do you really believe on this Tuesday that the quarterback is the reason Kyle has no Super Bowl rings? And once you answer, I'm going to go. I'll say yeah. I mean, there's a lot more to it, obviously, but I, you, you, yes. So I'm going to stick up for Jimmy Garoppolo. And this is the one area of improvement, if you know me, Whitey, that Kyle needs to improve on. And his situational play calling. I know he's a genius and you got all that stuff going through your head, but on the high lemon booty, high leverage situations, can you be cool hand Luke? And I saw in the Super Bowl where Honey Badger said I wanted to send them a gift basket mm-hmm. every time they passed the ball because we couldn't stop them. You called the play, mm-hmm. so why would you throw it? Now I'm going to leave that there. Fast forward to last year. Jimmy Garoppolo hits Kittle. Last play of the third. You got a 10-point lead going into the fourth. So you're now, talking about the Rams. Yeah, the Rams. Yeah. Now Tart dropped a th- My daughter could have gotten anybody. I could have caught it. That's not Kyle's fault, and that's not the quarterback's fault to me. Why so? He's had some bad luck, and I I say, hey, situational play calling, but the Rams one really hits home to me because, I mean, Tart catches that ball, it's over, and you're playing in your second Super Bowl. So I bring all that up to be like, you didn't give me, well, the quarterback didn't do this on the third night. The quarterback didn't do it. Well, the one got knocked out here in Philly, but other than that, I don't think, I think he had the, the quarterback that could get it done. It was other stuff, including his play calling, 
that let him down. They were a step from the Super Bowl in that game, and they had Jimmy playing, and Jimmy couldn't throw. And it's to his credit that he was out there. Oh, well, against had, the Rams. Yeah. Okay. And then you're down ten, whatever it was, and you get the ball. It's like, well, he can't. Uh, he he uh. can't throw. So why are you in that position again? Jimmy deserves a ton of credit for being courageous enough to be out there. But how are well, you? Trey wasn't ready. How is your team? Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, okay. Hey, that's all. Okay. Well, then yeah. how are you in that position where our best quarterback right now can't throw? I mean. So that's why I say, maybe if you have handled that situation better, the quarterback position better, um, so these close losses, uh, they wouldn't be close losses. So are is, you, and I'm not putting you on the spot. It's the fact that they have, they st- the quarterback situation has been at the very least unsettled. Okay. Would you give me that? I, I will give Throughout, you that. As long and as Shanahan's been here. I'm gonna, hey, I'll put some hot slots on that. I think it's more unsettled now because the guy that everybody has seen looks like he's, he's a fit. Is a question mark because yep. of the, the, the you know the pendant surgery. Yeah. <sighs> you all right? Up. Yeah, I'm getting old. I, I went stony on you. <laughs> Damn. That's I was gonna, we were talking to quarterbacks. It'll come to you. I'll tell you what. <laughs> while you're while you're thinking of that, here's John Lynch Kyle. on his belief in your guy Trey. And I say your guy. I like Trey Lance too. John Lynch and no, his belief don't. in Trey Lance. When we made the move to go up and get a guy like Trey, you don't do it just for one one thing. You do it for a variety of things. Uh, Trey brings a lot to the table. I, th- I think, first of all, you talk with his makeup of his character, who he is as a person. We really believed in that, and we're probably even stronger on that. He does bring kind of that dual capacity where we felt like he could be a pocket passer but also add another dimension as a runner. Tennessee Titans Ooh, start I, next season with their new quarterback, Trey Lance. Uh, yeah, nah, nah, we got no. Oh, you happen. can't let that Ferrari go before you you see what you got. I need your help here. Yes. Because I'm going down a rabbit That's what I'm hole. here for. I don't, I don't want to go down it, but I want to say some things about uh, Dak Prescott. I don't give a damn about your character. I don't give a damn that you were at the you. Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about him. You I pass about out me. Girl Scout cookies yeah. and you do all that, what you do at church. Can you, you can be an a-hole. Can you get the team in the end zone? Now, do I sound like a simpleton with that thought process? Because they talked about, well, Trey, John with Trey and the mannerisms. Oh, he t- Dude, no, it's about what you do on the field. I like your quarterback, okay? I just don't like your coach. No, but the fact that I don't care about what you're yeah. doing in the community. Right. Like, um, I'm, I'm to that point now. Uh, like, what are you doing on the field? Right, right. Yeah, I. that's fine. I mean, why... You don't lose respect for me? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because uh, you've got an, an emotional investment in your team. And you want your team to win. Yeah, but Lynch said the same thing about Trey. But I'm like, that. all that was not, oh, he does this at the line. He could get, because you got to be somewhat <laughs> disappointed. So that doesn't, all the stuff you just said there, it doesn't supersede his shortcomings. Right. When all he's I, playing quarterback. To that's me, all. that's what a GM says about a guy that he's going to trade. He's really hot to He's out of town. Well, I mean, yeah. if you look at it from the 49ers standpoint, Zillow. I have two Zillow. starters. I don't <laughs> need two. And I know, that, you know, in terms of um, what I have to pay him, like, I'm in a really good position. What do you got after Brock? That's a good question. That's why you need to get on the uh, quarterback market, John Lynch. Well, you know, ironically, you know, we made that decision last year, and I, I felt like uh, 
felt really good going into training camp that See we it. were kind of insulated in the event that anything happened. And, you know, unfortunately, it wasn't it wasn't quite enough. It got us right at the end. And so I think we're all product of our experiences, you know, was in some meetings today where the league's discussing potential solutions for, you know, third quarterbacks such that we never have that kind of. But the reality is it's it's very few and far between where those instances happen. So. We'll see, and yeah, you, we, we may have to look into the quarterback market in addition to Brock and Trey to insulate ourselves from, from whatever may happen. Yeah, like yeah. a trade. Like if we trade, if you trade, trade, we've got to insulate ourselves from that. By the way, it didn't matter. It was terrible what happened, of course. But Josh Johnson, if he hadn't got hurt, it, was that going to make a difference? Was Dude, it going to be better? he tied the game. Huh? When he tied the game and they got in the end zone? Uh-huh. You weren't thinking, <laughs> oh, I, I was firing off Texas left and right like... If he does this with Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson used to be a quarterback for the Sacramento Mountain Lions. I did a uh, shout-out UGL, Underground uh, Gaming League. Okay. Yeah. Madden. Yeah. And his... Uh, I mean, bless Josh Johnson, but obviously his, that uh, wasn't a fair... His game tag. That's his game him, yeah. tag. Headache. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I asked him, I said, Josh, you wasn't in the league. I said, does Madden help you, like, keep your skills up so if a, if a team calls, Redskins called, not... I feel bad for him. He got knocked out, man. I know. How about your block? No, I'm with you. That was just, it was not a fair fight situation for him to be in. And I hate that eagle fly, eagle fly. (laughs) I hate that. If Brock Purdy is 100% and we don't know, we won't know for a long time, I'm telling you, keep an eye on the situation in Tennessee, so you're ready to tell all Ryan, of us they got it wrong. Ryan Tannehill. Well, I, I'm just saying. Well, Trey, I'm, there's no. Man. I'm looking at how they're thinking about it. I'm not telling them what they should do. I'm telling you. If anything, the way you, this need is more going. Than a, you need more quarterbacks, and you're advocating getting rid of one you don't know about. Uh, Rand Carth. I if if it's true what we heard, who, who'd you say was Albert Breer? Was he? Yeah, I think that was about, about the, Yeah, with the wheels. Yeah, I think I heard that too. Disappointed. So, I'm like, what? And then they're going to draft a quarterback. Look how that worked out from last year. Um, so keep an eye on that. But obviously, as long as Brock Purdy's elbow's got, you know, you got the slinky elbow, then you can't, you can't afford Dude, to move I off of know Trey this. Lance. How long ago since the NFC Championship game? And I'm asking because that's a lot of, uh, there's been, what, a January, month? January, late January? Man, yeah, a lot of swelling. But I know. that was a blow. And I've said it to you. And you said, you know what, Goo, you're right. Mm-hmm. That was a blow. Why? Yeah. So you're not sold on, on Brock as the guy of the future, necessarily. No, I'm. I was buying in. I just this is a setback, and yeah. now I don't know if he can be that Brock Purdy. It's a concern. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving scholarships to where it's just you, bud. You <sighs> got to go fight for that thing. Speaking it's of health, percolating. John Lynch on Christian yeah. McCaffrey's health and the and the uh, running back situation, running back situations at the combine. Obviously, he had the injury history, and he ran into a rough stretch. All I know is when he came to us, he was healthy. And uh, did we manage some things during the week? I think, of course you do. You know, he had come to a a schedule that the folks in Carolina had worked with him that worked best for him. And when you've got an elite athlete like that, you tend to listen to them. I always believe the athlete knows their body better than anyone else. So, of course, you listen. But I never felt like we had to manage him. I think we're... We're very fortunate that we have a guy like Elijah Mitchell right behind him. We've got Ty Davis Price in there, J.P. Mason right behind him. So we're well stocked at the running back position. But I can't say enough about what Christian did for for our team, not just our offense, but for our team. He's he's one of the one of the really great players in this league, and we're very fortunate to have him. So again, I know we've been talking quarterbacks, but as I said, that was John Lynch today on Christian McCaffrey. 
Uh, running backs tend to break down in this NFL. And especially Ooh. the Niners. It's incredible. <laughs> Mitchell came back for one damn game, and he runs between the tackles. Every time I saw uh, McCaffrey get hit and Dallas was laying on him, even Seattle, I'm like, who is he going to get up? Mm-hmm. Like, that ain't got it. That ain't cool. And then Mitchell, your bell cow, comes back and is out. But you don't have a bell cow in the system. Well, I guess McCaffrey well, they, yeah, was well, No, Mitchell, he's yeah. going to run between the tackles. Yeah, I know that once... Once Josh Johnson was out and Brock had to play and he had, he can't throw, you're doomed. But I would have loved to have seen. Look, if the quarterback can't throw, put McCaffrey back there, yeah, right? I never. I mean, I, that was Wildcat like, something. I mean, you have almost no chance to win as it is. So let's see what man, happens. Speaking of Bell Cow, they got Trey Sermon wrong too. Man, yeah, they did. Huh? They got him up out of here fast. Uh huh. Night night. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I hope it works out for you, Goo, because I'd love to see what Trey Lance could do in this offense. That's up to him. And again, if he doesn't get the chance and Purdy's healthy, I get it. But, dude, the politics of that pick, we got to find out. Speaking of uh, decisions gone sideways here, uh, coming up here with the Warriors taking on the Trailblazers tonight, we'll look at James Wiseman. We'll look at the trade with the Trailblazers, how that all went sideways. And you got both sides kind of pointing fingers at each other. That's coming up next. Guru and Whitey today uh, on 95.7 The Game. And this segment is brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture. Thick boy. Whitey, go to hell, man. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. <sighs> Whitey in for Steiny. It's been great uh, being with you today, Goo. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your contributions on the Xfinity Mobile text line, 888-957-9570. By the way, as you know, Warriors back at it tonight against Dalla Dame and the Trailblazers, 7 o'clock tip with Warriors Live. Presented by Xfinity, beginning at 6 o'clock. It's all right here on your home for Warriors basketball, 95.7 the game. Goo, can you give us, if we went to the uh, casino guru, what would be the over-under tonight on Dame Lillard points? What would you give us? At casino I think guru? Kyle, great comments and producer extraordinaire, told yes. me it was set at 37. I think it was 37. Is that the same line I'm going to get at Casino Goo? Well, let's do it. Okay. I'm yeah. going under. He don't shoot well at Chase. Lock <laughs> it in. Why would you laugh? I just I'm 13 and 9. You go to Daryl okay. Guru Johnson on Instagram. All right. Uh, there's a lock of the day every day, a video now. <laughs> go figure. Nice. And uh, I got Warriors minus four, so Dub Nation might be upset. <laughs> Have you heard Dame Lillard's story from, I think, a year ago about when he first realized who Jordan Poole was? It's a great story. No. Okay, and I'll just paraphrase. Maybe no. we can find it story if not time fine. With he says, um, I think he was on a podcast. He says, we're playing the Warriors, and I think it was a game where he scored 60 against them because it was in the oh, pandemic okay. year. Yeah, okay. Dame, and he yeah. says, Duh. and someone's barking at me, chirping at me, and I look over, and it's Jordan Poole. And he says, and I'm in the process of scoring 60, and he's not playing. And, he, and he's talking trash to me. And he says, so I told Draymond, I said, Dra- you, I mean, you got to do something about your boy. Because he's like, yeah, okay, we have it. All right, thank this you, Evan. Great. This is Dame Lillard. Caught off guard because I didn't really pay attention to him until like, you know, maybe like two years ago, we played against Golden State and Steph was hurt. Draymond was hurt. And we was playing against him and he wasn't yeah, there, not yeah. just played. All right, we had to dump yeah, that. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, 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 thank you, Evan, for grabbing that. Colin gist? Coward podcast. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> he was just surprised yeah. that Jordan Poole was as vocal. And Jordan's giving yeah. them buckets. Yeah. He didn't give them. He didn't give yeah. a Damon company buckets. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, interesting tonight with these two teams playing because, as, as you know, Goo, we had this dispute. Maybe it's still ongoing between the Blazers and the Warriors about um, the trade. For yeah, uh, GP two, yeah, was he healthy? Did they conceal medical information today? Willard and Dibbs had a reporter from Portland on, and he said, "Oh, this was terrible, shoddy reporting in the Bay Area. Uh, it was a oh. difference of opinion." Yeah, that's what the guy said. He said the Blazers were upfront about everything. There was a misunderstanding. GP two was playing. He wasn't being forced to play. There were no Toradol shots. So I don't know where the truth is, but it was interesting because we all think we know from our, you know, vantage point here how it went. The guy in Portland said, no, that that wasn't the case. That was actually very sloppy reporting. You know what? I don't know about that, but wow. He felt like that was in his heart. Like he knew, I'll say this, and we discussed it. If the Warriors were that damn mad, the Knicks to trade. All that other stuff, the picket fit, dip the on the corner with that. Okay, they were Portland is this or that. I just was kind of like, that's too much. Just you, you got the power to nix it and keep it moving. They ch- chose not to, so no harm, no foul. Hmm. I was wondering why you would do that. Why you would make that an issue? I guess because it, it looked bad that you trade Wiseman for this guy who can't play. Right, that was that's what you want. And they, you, and they yeah. need help I now. Think, Goo, I think the Warriors learned from what happened with the uh, Giants and Correa, and I know they're not the same situation. Okay. But the way the Giants got buried, remember early on, and I think the Warriors learned. They said we got to get out in front of this. And I'm not saying they said anything yeah. they didn't believe was true, but right away they get out in front of this. Okay, we got this guy. We traded a number two pick for a guy who can't play. We got to let people know what's going on. Well, you know, great point. But you got to talk about uh, when you mentioned the two organizations. One's got some credibility right now. The Giants don't. And I believe had we known the extent of Correa's injury, yeah. the Giants wouldn't have got buried. I thought they were getting buried because they 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 bought a high expensive item and then they had buyer's remorse. Mm. That's what it seemed That's like what it to looked me. Like, yeah. yeah, but they but let you, that notion oh, linger. Okay. I hear you. Right? Hear they you. didn't get out yeah. in front of it and yeah. explain it, and then you. some damage was done. Even though yeah. ultimately it looks like I, okay, but I think the Warriors learned that. from that. It's like okay, this doesn't look good. The optics are not good. Trading the number two pick for a guy who can't play. So I think they they got out in front of that, and we'll see where it goes. But if Peyton's ever able to play this year. Do you think that, let's he say he comes back, play, okay, do you think people then will be, all right, Wiseman had to go? No, I don't no think so. he'll, I'll well, never I feel that be way, But I don't think Warrior fans Yeah, and I right. love Gary Payton uh, II. I'll never not forget about this air that is by everybody, including you said, Lake up, we were all on the same page. Everybody in the Warriors brass, you got this wrong. And you can, we can study, we can talk about it. To were blue in the face, but the bottom line is, and what my biggest question is, is you knew what he was. He didn't choose you. You chose him for what you guys are doing and where you're at as a state of a franchise. And he was the one you were, he was the last one you were supposed to draft. They didn't know what he was. He didn't know what he was. Nobody knew because, as you said. But the Warriors knew they were champions. So you needed something seasoned. He was not seasoned. They all, no, he wasn't. He was so raw. Also, you had Looney coming off a year in which it looked like, man, we don't know if he can play anymore. Man. Remember that? That man. seems like so long ago because Looney now. He didn't kick its tail. Yeah. And he he's incredible now. That's incredible. But at the time, it looked like, man, we really need a center. And here's a center.
So I guess he's the pick. Let me. I get, thought they should have traded down and gotten Halliburton. But anyway, be that as it may. You know what? I was late to the party with him. Um, I kind of, I don't know. He wasn't being forced down our throats in Sacramento talking about Tyrese Halliburton. But I didn't know how great and gifted of a passer. Because he's lightning quick. But he is what they call a t- pass first. He's got some talent. And uh, I owe an apology, and I know he's probably. How do you think he's feeling looking at uh, the Kings and he, what he was supposed? I know this ain't Sac Radio. What he was supposed to to to, to resent all star team. So yeah, yeah and they're kind of they're kind of in tank mode, so yeah. that could still work out for Good them. Calls. I apologize. That's uh, it's really unusual when you have you know two guys get traded. You mentioned Gary Payton. Both think the All Star team. Yeah. I got a bet with Stiney. Okay. It's, it's a bad bet right now. I'm not going to bet with you because I thought I had a bet with you already, and I thought I won, but I guess I'm not going to get what anything What bet? Out. The Lakers in the top four in the West bet. That was Stiney and I. Jeez. I know, but I was... I. We were doing something, and I said, can I have a, can I have some of that? Maybe it was during Jockerty or something. All right, we bet a dollar. We got a dollar. It's, it's still big. Okay. Go but ahead. I'm sorry. Gary Payton the second. Yeah. Assume, I'm being proactive. He comes back. Steph comes back. Yeah. Wiggins comes back yeah. with his family issue. Uh-huh. How are you? Are you Castani? This is where we get into it, and I do it on purpose. I kind of turn a knife. <laughs> Denver, they're a damn great story. Yep. Good but team. They ain't done a damn thing in the offs. Right. Does that matter to you that I'm basing if this Warrior team can get healthy, all that pedigree? Now you went and got Gary Payton the second back. I don't know about Andre. I ain't counting on it. But are you looking at me like goo? I need to see it before I write them off. Because I just am, as much as I love the Denver story, I got to see it. Richard Jefferson said, you probably heard him on ESPN recently. He said, if that happens, if the Warriors play Denver, he said, I'm not betting on the Warriors, but I'm not betting against them. Oh, well, Can't wow. do it. You know? Yeah. yeah because there's a lot of. a nice niche for him. I like Jeff. Basketball people still know about that. Because the Warriors last the year, a lot of people were Curry. ready to bury him. I think that'd be a Putting terrible matchup. I, if I had to right. bet on that, I certainly wouldn't bet on the Warriors, but we'll see. Things yeah. could change between now and then. On the text line here uh, from the 408, and I understand this. No, I'll never let this Wiseman thing go. I don't care if GP2 yeah, stays healthy for the next yeah. two seasons. As long as Wiseman puts up numbers, it, their optics will be very bad for the Warriors unless they can win. If they start to fade, which is inevitable, and if Wiseman's star does continue to rise, that's really bad optics for him. What did you Take say? And look at me, remember this. You said something in the changeover, too. That's ours, Whitey. Um, that you're like, Guru, that's a great point nobody's talking about. And I remember it. The fact that this Warrior team is not come one, come all. It's, we don't got any place for the young fellas. And that's why I feel bad, basketball bad for Moody. Uh, Kaminga's getting his run, but yeah. he was in doubt. But you know what I mean? Like, is that a good thing that as great as this team and this franchise has been four and eight, don't you want to have some type of attribute to where you could, wherever you get your young talent, they can, you got a place for them? I don't know. Right now, I, they don't have a place for it. this. Is this is not where you want to? I know there's a lot of people that listen. You mentioned you were nice enough to mention. You know, JD does a show, and I'm with JD on Saturdays. Good stuff. A lot of people call us and they feel that way, and they they're very upset that the Warriors haven't given the youngsters more time. To me, the Warriors this year clearly the plan was those three: Kuminga, yes. Moody Wiseman. They're going to get their chance. We need them. We need them okay, this year. What happened? We to don't that? have the veteran. So they tried playing them early. 
And Wiseman, when he played, See. he did not play well enough to continue to earn more minutes. And Steve Kerr's trying to win, and they lost a lot of games. And I think Anthony Slater spoke to this uh, today. He was on the station. But that's what people, to me, the, a lot of the Wiseman fans overlook. like they tried to play him. They want to play him. Some people, I think... You think it was... You sound like Stani. It was that bad. He was the only reason they were losing. No, but he wasn't helping. He was. A, it was hard to keep him on the floor. Yeah, but it was... It were team. I just felt like the youngsters got singled out in minute minutes about losing, especially on the road, when it was the big clay couldn't hit the side of a bar. Like, it wasn't just Wiseman playing. No. And, but that's how it was getting Which reported. was more likely, though? Clay was going to get better yeah. or James Wiseman was going to become the player you I, hope? I, Which I, was I'll more, with the you know, yeah. yeah, because he'd done it before. I think there are, I don't think you're this way, but I think there are people that actually feel that Steve Kerr didn't want Wiseman to play well. And that's well, the stupidest well, thing well. I've ever heard. Because he didn't want to draft him or whatever. Yeah. He didn't want to play him. No, I don't believe you know that, that Steve Kerr wanted all those guys to be great because he wants to win every game. But he felt that I can't play these guys. I can't play Wiseman as much as we want to now because he's killing us defensively. I'm going to go third person like Ricky when he won the, uh, yeah. broke the record, Lou Brock's. Lou Brock was a great base dealer, but today Ricky but, is the greatest base greatest. dealer of all time. A, a guruism I'm gonna give you because we okay. had fun a couple a couple yeah. shows ago about originals that I've come up with. Like you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's mine. But I also have one. <laughs> I know you lost, Whitey. I have no, one. No, I was just reading something. Yeah. I know. I just didn't forget it. <laughs> Damn, Whitey. <laughs> Don't laugh. Why you got okay. to pause? Look at it. Look. You'll get to it. Yeah, it was a guruism. It was a oh. Okay. If you Here play the youngsters and struggle, this is a guruism. Yeah. It'll be greater later because they'll have that experience that they'll be able to learn from, grow from, and in April or close to March, late February, like now. You can see some progress. But let me tell you when you're not going to see some progress. DMP, 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 trade. See, that's what I didn't, they didn't allow for, hey, we lost 120 to 114 and we're not happy about it, but the youngsters got some experience. Talk to us in the same game four months from now. But you don't and have the that. Warriors never did that. And real quick, before you go, what they did is continue to lose, especially on the road, and not have that as their out. But like that you makes don't no have that sense because you're still trying to win. But okay, try with the youngsters if you're not winning when you don't play them. It's just more likely that you were going to win with your veterans than young players who were not. They weren't playing well. They were playing poorly. And Kuminga's playing better now. 888-957-9570. Robert in Emeryville joins yeah. us. Robert, uh, you're never letting go of this Wiseman thing, huh, Robert? Robert? No, to be I'm, honest, I yeah, think we yeah. should have gotten rid of Jordan Poole and used that contract that we just signed him to to attract uh, another team. I think we should have tried to get Mikel Bridges for like Jordan, Jordan Poole or something like that. But uh, yeah, you don't come across a big like Wiseman too often. And uh, yeah, I agree with Guru. Like he got too much blame. You know what I'm saying? Like Man. Curry's decision making ain't great. Jordan Poole's decision making is terrible. Should have traded Jordan Poole or kept Wiseman. 
Uh, thank you for the call, Robert. I will say this. One of the most head-scratching thank aspects you. of this season is how many times late in games, winnable games, the guys, the veterans have come okay. up short and right, made so bad now plays. You mean, I appreciate that, you I, saying that. Like, so you seen, you ain't ignoring that. <laughs> what? That like is, the game in Salt Lake City. Like, wait, what? What about the uh, when Clay that. hit the game winner a few months back at home against Detroit? And that was a just breakdown, but Bay gets it and yeah. hands it, and they win. Right. It's just like, right. just buzzard luck, as yeah. my pops would say. But to Robert's point, well, not to get lost in all the, you know, the specifics, but like Jordan Poole's contract, you, could, you couldn't trade him. It's almost impossible to trade him because of the dollar figures. Next year, after this year, you that, can trade him. Wiggins also this year, and I'm not saying you'd want to trade Wiggins, but literally, by rule, you could not trade him. So that that's another thing. The you have sun to comes Why don't they trade pool? It goes down. Wouldn't work. Another day I gotta bring this up because we don't get to get down that much, Whitey. Uh any part of that punch early on in this season that you feel like at this point, right now, is affecting where the Warriors are or has anything to do with them being thirty one and thirty, or has anything to do with Jordan Poole shooting thirty percent from three. I'm just laughing because some M- Mikey Dub says that guruism was an entire paragraph. But I thought that was a yeah, good guruism. Yeah. My best guess is that the punch was obviously bad, but I think it reflected things that were already going on. I don't think everything was fine and then boom, uh oh, now everything's coming apart. I think the Ooh. punch was caused by tensions. Um, by dysfunction that was already Between there. these two individuals, though. Between these two that I think was also, it was going on between the young players and the veterans. I don't know that, but that's what I think. I'm going to say this. That doesn't make it okay, no, but I think it's not like, we're fine, and then, uh-oh, the punch, now everything's coming apart. I told you this in the, uh, I'm a bad son, Whitey. Uh, happy no. birthday to, heavenly birthday to my mother, Daisy Mae Johnson. Today's her birthday. Rest in peace. What she instilled, her and my father in me, was when I came home, there would be guns, gangs at Logan High. They knew nothing about what I really went through. Mm -hmm. So when I came home, how'd the day go? Oh, I had to fight my ass off. They would never know that, so they didn't know. And I say that to say when my kids and Instagram and this pressure and power of social media, Whitey, I couldn't imagine growing up just as a regular kid with the clothes. Do you got the latest this or that? So that's some pressure. And I say that to say, imagine Jordan Poole, you getting hit and it going viral. And I do some nights think... Does he need a fresh start? Could he go somewhere in this NBA, 29 other cities, to where maybe they don't have this championship pedigree, and if he were in Washington or so, he would be a 1 or a 1A or 2 at the worst. I just wonder sometimes, has that punch, is, is that the end result to where if we see a they get swept in the first round of an actual series, and there's going to be some uncomfortable decisions because I would believe that's what it would be, Whitey. Could we see Jordan Poole move? Because I believe teams would be lined up. I think so. To see what you, you know. Wouldn't, wouldn't you consider it if Bob, and I know you, Bob Myers, you know, you have you text him all the time. If he asks you, well, what should we do? Wouldn't, wouldn't you consider it? Because you look okay. at all the money you're making. Also, Jordan Poole, in some ways, he's... He's not going to be the best he can be here. It doesn't look in, like it. Until Clay and yeah. Steph are gone. Yeah. And I hate to say that, but it, that's what it is. And you're facing this still, even though they're saving, what, $37 million with the trade of Wiseman. Well, and that's, that's another huge reason I've been traded. In, okay. you know, and the words don't like to talk about that, but they saved a ton of money. And that's just a fact. Um it, but if you could get out from under that and maybe upgrade your roster by trading pool. He would get you something, though. I think so. 
Yeah, uh, and yeah. that's something that's above my pay grade. And then if you threw another player in, I'm just but pool would be attractive. Yeah, yeah. I'm just hoping from <laughs> from here on out that. Patrick Baldwin Jr. continues to show that, wow, you may have something here. That is, that I he's mean. he's a prospect who a big, rangy player. He's probably the tallest guy on the team, right? What makes you think this is going to be different, though? From Moody, from Wiseman, Because he's PBJ. better. It, I think if it works, it'll be because he's a better we're player. Already and Kuminga's a good player. Kuminga, I'm not, D. I'm not writing off Kuminga. Kuminga's oh, contributing. He's, yeah, I mean, but to you got to get with Phil Handy. You you got to work on your uh, your, your, your utility belt. Uh -huh. Those handles against Minnesota. No, I know. When you play against yourself, Kuminga, I would tell them athletic guys that got some stuff that can jump. That spin move and you losing the ball, that stuff got to be trumped tight. Mm -hmm. And it, it's loose. It's too loose for me. Okay. Um, Get in the lab. But why would Baldwin Jr. be different? Yeah. I just think. Oh, he looks, oh my God. I that think jump. he definitely, one thing we can say, well, maybe this is Moody too, but Patrick Baldwin Jr., you can see when he's on the floor, he's not trying to figure out what's going on. Well, that's, now he has struggles like physically, like guarding do. people. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, he knows, right? He's like, he knows what they're doing. Out. <laughs> he knows what, yeah, I got you. That's interesting. Yeah. He ain't lost is yeah. what you're saying. But you're saying if it, if it, uh, if it smells like leather, he's going to let it fly. No huh? doubt. And I love it. It's, it's pure. Now that's a guruism. Yeah. <laughs> well, Actually, it's Jerry Reynolds. It smells like leather. Feels like leather. Mine let now? it fly. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Hey, Thanks. I had a great time. Evan, thank you. Thank you for listening. Stick around because uh, Ray Ratto and Alan Styles are in today. And David and Ratto, that's next right here on 95.7 The Game. Guru, you're like the U.S. Constitution. You're from the people, by the people, and for the people.